Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. And welcome to the Supercast. My name is Jacob Bosecker. Welcome to a very special episode of the BroCR Review. Um, well, the BroCR Supercast, actually. Leah. Yes. What's up? Hey, hey. I am good. So all of our loyal fit listeners, I'm sure you're like, what the heck? This is not Tuesday, because normally we say hello Tuesday morning. This is actually coming to you on Wednesday morning. Um, but we promise that the delay is going to be well worth it. We've got a really exciting show for you guys today, and we're super, super excited about our guests. We're really excited, and this is a topic actually brought up on our on our Instagram and our Facebook last week, talking about CBD oil. Yeah, if um, we posed a question to y'all on both our Facebook and our Instagram about CBD, um, and if you guys are anything like us. The biggest question is, what the heck is going on with CBD, and what is it? It and seems either people are curious, or they've got an opinion that's not always rooted soundly. And well, we're here to talk about it today. It sounds like there's a whole lot of fact out there, but I'm learning that a lot of the fact is that actually a fiction. So it's, it's a lot of opinion, is what yeah. I'm taking it as. It's a lot of opinion. There's a lot of mis misnomers out there. There's a lot of myths we're learning. Um, you know, we we asked the community, we asked you guys, you know, what kind of questions y'all had, and we were just overwhelmed with the response. Blown because, away with this blew up, guys. Yeah, there are so many questions, and there's so much, you know, lack of information out there. So, you know, we want to help dispel some of that help explain and answer some of y'all's questions you know what's the best way to talk to to get more information on things to talk about it to find people and that's what we have here um leah yep. would you like to introduce our guests for our roundtable today yes we have two exciting gentlemen joining us at our roundtable today jay o'hare um and dave whittinger and they are with ceo they are with venga cbd um, and it's a CBD company that, you know, you, you guys will learn some more about, but you know, right now we definitely just want to learn about CBD as a whole. Um, but these guys know their stuff. Jay is the CEO of the company. Um, and the company itself focuses on supplements for endurance athletes. So we're bringing you some experts in this field that are athletes that know what they're talking about. Um, what makes Jay unique is not only... Is he the CEO of this company, but he's also himself a trail and ultra runner um, out in Colorado. He's had firsthand experience using CBD, manufacturing CBD, um, and has a wealth of knowledge for everybody. And our other guest is Dave. He also works with Jay. Um, he works with the sales and marketing aspect of Vanga, um, but he himself is also a cyclist and mountain biker. 
um, and is heavily involved in the endurance world. So um, we are bringing you two guys that totally know their stuff. So welcome, guys. Hey. How Hello. Are you? <laughs> Thanks for having us. We're on a we're, we're not on a podcast. We, you guys called it a supercast. Yes. It, it's just slightly better than a regular podcast. It's a That's podcast, fantastic. but super. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, we're, we are really excited to be here and um, are ready to share our information so that people can uh, can make you know informed choices about. CBD, and especially when they're putting things in their bodies, it's really important to have the have the right information. I think that's the most important part. So obviously, the first question out there is, what is CBD oil? So CBD, CBD is it's not an acronym, but it's short for uh, cannabidiol. And that is um, a substance that is found in the cannabis plant. And um, so the CBD that we're talking about today comes from uh, the hemp side of cannabis. So basically right. cannabis has two sides, marijuana and hemp. And uh, this is not marijuana. This is the hemp side <laughs> of cannabis. And so CBD is a compound that's found um, in cannabis. And uh, it has just absolutely amazing properties in terms of its anti-inflammatory properties um, and a host of others that we'll get into in just a bit. Uh, but, that, but that is at least a little bit of what, of what CBD is. Now, you guys are based out of the Colorado area, right? Yeah, that's correct. We're in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. I, I'm a huge fan of Colorado. I love Colorado. And... I'm just really, really excited to learn more about CBD with this stuff. So um, for, our, for our listeners out there, so last week we posed the question to you guys, you know, what do you want to know? What do you want to learn? Um, and once again, the, the results were insane and wide and varied, and we had a blast with it. Um, but me personally, my history on CBD oil, until really the past week and a half, I knew very little. Um, sure. Very, very sure. little. And doing a lot of research in the past week uh, through a variety of different things, I'm really kind of intrigued. And actually, going home over Easter break, I found even my uncle uh, was prescribed CBD oil uh, for some toothache stuff and some aches and pains. And it's it's really, really interesting to hear a variety of different topics, but to see a company like you guys coming out and saying, all right, we are we are athletes. We've seen this side of the sport. And we want to make a product like this that could benefit those people specifically because we are those people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that was the, you know, the genesis of the company came from, um, you know, my experience working with a CBD manufacturer and then doing trail running and ultra running and using it myself. And as I got uh, to know more about CBD and all of the different ways that it interacts with the body and the way that it benefits the body. It just made so much sense. I mean, um, listen, your audience—they go out there and, and they're they're they are putting their bodies through hell like all the time. And there's absolutely. This, and so there's this sort of weird like uh, relationship with pain and um, and suffering and that. And it's and it's um, it's a terrific experience. But at the same time, you know, we want our bodies to be able to recover. We want them to perform absolutely. better. 
Um, and, uh, and CBD can be a way that really helps that in doing that and is all natural. I mean, I think that's the big thing is that, you know, there's so much use of things like, um, Aleve and, you know, different types of anti-inflammatory drugs, um, and they, and they can have their place, but here is an all natural plant-based remedy that, uh, fights inflammation and does a whole host of other things that we'll get into, uh, in a bit. And so, you know, you brought okay. up, a, oh, wait, wait, be, I, I hate to cut you off, Leah. You're, so I want to kind of make this topic before I, I get going here deeper. So over the weekend, I was back home, um, for Easter break with my family and sure. I kind of had this idea about this and kind of where I wanted to take this conversation a little bit. But one of the things I liked about um, CBD oil, so anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. there's a lot of anti-inflammatories out there. Um, Aleve, if you would look at ibuprofen, if you'd look at like aspirin, different stuff for different aches and pains, right? Right. Um, what makes somebody go to ibuprofen versus Aleve? What makes, well, it's a lot of the times it's what you grew up on and what you found out that works for you. Sure. Um, I'm really seeing that with CBD oil now too. Like, Certain people, maybe you have a better reaction from CBD oil. Maybe this could be a really good path for some people like that. Now, doubling back on that, a really good reaction, my old track coach from college, I just found out while I was back home, he is not doing so well. Uh, Chris Gaffner, if you're listening, um, you know, I'm I'm thinking about you, buddy. But he's um, got a few really, really, really bad spots in his stomach now from basically living off ibuprofen for years. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, it, it just pained me to hear that. <laughs> no, and we, and we hear of those things. And, and I think what's important to understand is that uh, CBD works in the body in a fundamentally different way than these other anti-inflammatories. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so let's, CBD... let's talk about that. What is CBD when, when CBD is in your body and yeah. you take it via one of many, many different forms, which we'll sure. talk about. But yep. so I put CBD in my body. You know, you hear people talk, oh, it's fantastic. It helps me sleep. It gets rid of anxiety. It, it gets rid of inflammation. It's a cure all. And I think that we don't, we don't like way... cure all, though. We don't like right. that snake oil feel. Well, yeah, and yeah, that's, not so that's much that. the problem is that people are starting to now throw up red flags and be like, whoa, 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 let's be real here. This is not some kind of miracle drug. So let's talk about it. What does CBD do to your body? Well, okay. So you have to understand that the CBD, endo, uh, the, the CBD interacts with the endocannabinoid system. And we're going to come uh, back to that, guys. Remember that word. (laughs) Yeah. So so the endocannabinoid system was actually uh, discovered in full in the 1990s. And and essentially, I can explain it like this. Um, If you can imagine, we'll use like a uh, a traffic analogy. Um, If you can imagine, you know, a traffic cop, he can't be at every single intersection all the time to tell cars when to stop and when to go. So what we have in place is we have signals, we have lights, and the lights control when cars can go and when they can stop, and they're all controlled by a central, uh, central system. Well, similarly, in the body, the endocannabinoid system is deployed throughout all of your organs, okay, and okay. it interacts with the brain, and when something becomes out of balance, your brain can then send neurotransmitters to that particular area via the endocannabinoid system to deal with it. And so to get it so back, it, back into regulation. 
Yeah, to get that back into regulation. And so, so it's, it's the body's constantly trying to get into this state of homeostasis. And so, so, the, so when, you take, when you take a drug, I mean, most drugs are made to treat you know, one sort of specific issue. Whereas when you take CBD, it's affecting the entire endocannabinoid system. And because that system is throughout your body, you're able to have benefit in, uh, in many other areas of your body than just that one specific area that maybe a drug would target. Really interesting. Okay. So you're looking at more of a, like you said, achieving homeostasis. Yep. Um, and through that endocannabinoid system. And really, really interesting to say. Um, so uh, for fans out there that, are, that have Netflix, um, really great documentary out there on Vox right now on Netflix uh, through Vox. I love the Explained series on there. And they did a really good breakdown a few weeks ago um, on um, on marijuana, CBD oil, mm-hmm. endocannabinoid system, um, all sorts of stuff. If, if you've got Netflix, really, you guys should stop now. Check that out. Come back to the podcast um, if you can't. But check it out at some point here next week. Uh, a lot more great information there on, on kind of cannabis and the background on all of all this. But and it I really think opened my eyes up for the weekend. Yeah, and Jacob, I think it's important to point out that um, you know CBD exists in our body naturally. Our brains, yeah. you know, our, our our brain actually makes it. It just doesn't make a lot of it. Um, so, uh, so when we introduce this into our body, it's a very natural. Um, it's a very natural substance that um, that that blends with the um, and, and supports the endocannabinoid system. Okay, awesome. That's- that's a whole different um, ball game. I didn't even know that. Okay, so once again, education is the main goal yeah. we're going for here. Yeah. Right. I didn't even right. know. I, I, I didn't even know I produced CBD. <laughs> so let's so, talk yeah. about. The, so you know, obviously, we produce CBD. The cannabis plant produces CBD, and now we're talking about all these supplements that we're getting CBD oil from. You know, I think one of the other questions then becomes: What are the different are there different kinds of CBD yeah. and someone who's looking to possibly start CBD or try CBD, you know, it's, it's very overwhelming, not just the form in which you take it, but it's the wild west out there right now through CBD. It's a, it's a buzzword. Sure. Yep. Sure. You know, so, so you let me, see let me, things like spectrums and you know, what is, what does all that mean? Yeah. Okay. So let me let me make a couple of distinctions here that can help your audience. Awesome. So the things that you want to typically stay away from are cannabis oil and uh, hemp seed oil. Um, and the reason is is that um, there's nothing wrong with cannabis oil. It's just that it comes from the marijuana side and is usually higher in THC. Okay. So um, so so there can be some. And, and again, THC on the marijuana side, the THC is is a psychoactive component. That's so that's high. So that's what will get you high. Yes, yeah, CBD will not get you high. And then, um, and then you'll oftentimes see uh, hemp oil being sold, and um, and hemp oil contains no CBD. It essentially comes from the from the hemp seeds and does not have CBD. Okay. What does that do for you? Um, it's just it's just hemp oil. It's you know it has some of its own properties, but it's not it's not CBD. So you want to stay away from that. And, and I'll okay. jump in and say that there are probably some unscrupulous sellers in the world that are trying to jump on the bandwagon, so to speak, and they have figured out that selling hemp oil 
they can do it cheaper and it can be, you know, they can sell it cheaper. And Everybody trying to make a buck. I'm not, I'm not pointing fingers, but I'm sure that some of those are just trying to capitalize on people that don't know the difference and people oh, think yeah. the same and therefore, you know, they make yeah. the sale and, and, and churn and burn. And so that that's that's why I think it's important, as Jay said, to understand some of the distinctions of, of what we're buying when we're out there in the marketplace. Yeah. So on the hemp side, what you want, there's there's two different kinds there. There's industrial hemp. And industrial hemp is grown um, to make things like rope and textiles and things like that. And um, the downside with industrial hemp is that it's not very rich in CBD. And um, it also doesn't have the other uh, cannabinoids that can help CBD. What you want to look for is what we call PCR or phytocannabinoid rich CBD. That's the best stuff, PCR okay. or phytocannabinoid-rich CBD, because that has the highest concentration of CBD, um, and it also has other cannabinoids in there that help CBD work in the body, and we'll and we can talk more about that in just a bit too. So, how would our listeners know? Is that labeled on on bottles? Is yeah. So what you want to look for is you want to look for words like full spectrum or whole plant um, CBD uh, or PCR. It might say it might even say PCR on there, but whole plant, full spectrum, PCR, CBD. That's the that's the good stuff. That's the stuff that you want. Um, there's another type out there called CBD isolate. Okay, I did read about that. Yep. Yeah, so CBD isolate is where they've basically just taken the CBD and they've isolated it, hence the term isolate, yep. from all of the other compounds. And so it's just CBD all by itself. And it usually comes in a powder form. And um, this used to be really the best way that someone who might get drug tested um, uh, could take CBD. Um, the, the, the challenge with CBD isolate is that it's, it's, it's proving to not be as effective in the body as whole plant or uh, full spectrum PCR CBD. And the reason is, is that CBD works better when it has all of the other terpenes and cannabinoids that come with the whole plant. Um, now that's known in, as the entourage the effect, right? That's, that's known as the entourage effect. Exactly. Okay. That when CBD has its entourage, when it has all its all its posse with it <laughs> in the body, it performs better. And so, um, so isolate, like I say, is zero THC, but it doesn't have all the other the other whole plant goodness that your body would um, uh, can can use. Okay, so, so really weird question here that I I want to ask: Is there some way that we could miss out on this by not having THC with it? Say that question again. I'm so, sure. uh, talk, talking about the um, the the entourage effect, right? We yeah. got all these other things yeah. that are coming in with with the uh, with the CBD. Um, yes, is one of those other um, beneficial things, like we kind of like compounding, if you would, the entourage effect. You've right. got one right. chemical here, you've got another chemical here. They bounce off each other, and and together they're more powerful than just by themselves. Right. But the with that, is there a way that um, you know? Um, THC would possibly benefit more. Yeah. So, uh, so that's a, that's a, okay. Got it. That's a great question. So studies are showing that THC along with CBD can make CBD more effective. Um, okay. the, 
the challenge there is a couple of things. One, um, uh, THC is federally illegal, so we can't yep. you know ship things. It's very difficult to buy. You have to go into dispensaries. It's not readily available. Um, uh, and you also have run the risk, that even if you do, that you might have some, um, you know, some psychoactive experiences when you take that. So, but the benefits of having that are, are showing to be some, but, but, but kind of neg negligible. So Marginal. you're better off okay. saying, Hey, let's just take, let's just take the full spectrum CBD and, um, and that's plenty. Really good so answer there. Let's talk about, you know, we're, we're, we're now talking about, yeah, we want CBD, but we also want all this other stuff. Right. And I think that, you know, from the athlete's mind now, you know, if we're talking about, you know, athletes using this stuff. Yes. My first question as an athlete is, you know, obviously I need to know everything I'm putting in my body because I'm subject to drug testing, to water testing. And, you know, we're hearing, okay, fine. It's got no THC. That's great. I'm not going to pee dirty for the THC. But can how do we know what we can trust that these other posse parts are not going to make us pee dirty? Well, because um, the tests are testing only for THC. So they're not testing for CBD or anything else. Now, if so this is a bit of a gray area because... Um, the phytocannabinoid-rich hemp, it can be sold with trace amounts of THC in it. Um, so if you buy full-spectrum CBD, it can have trace amounts of, of THC in it. And whether you will fail or pass a drug test is, is, is a bit up in the air. Um, we're in the great position that our uh, CBD, for example, uses a patented chromatography process that leaves in all the good stuff and strips out 100% of the THC so that it is completely WADA clean, but it has all of the other cannabinoids and, and uh, terpenes that, um, that make it a full-spectrum CBD. So that would be one that you would want to look for as well. But that's a great question. And here, backing on backing on all this, this is why it's so important to know where your where your CBD oil is coming from. Because once again, talking about this, CBD oil is okay by WADA standards. However, that THC compound, when you start to get that in there, that is a um, that is a flagged um, product under the WADA standards. So hearing hearing and understanding these this and understanding where your product is coming from and where you're getting your your um your cbd oil from matters so much and you really have to be an informed buyer at this point yeah you mean i can't go down to the corner gas station that has the big neon lights that are blinking <laughs> the i shouldn't take that you could try um you know but that's where that's where asking for like lab reports you know so you can really see like okay well this has trace amounts of thc but i but it's worth the risk or these guys you know they have a product that has zero thc you know i want that that's why when we started venga um it was important that we came out of the gate with a product that any athlete on the planet could use and That's great. Um, yeah, and so WADA, WADA has approved the use of CBD, so that is that is WADA legal, um, but THC is still a banned substance. And and I think I'll I'll just kind of add to that and just kind of reiterate something you just said, Jacob. And that is really at the end of the day, we hope that consumers are starting to get the idea that there are all sorts of 
different options out there. Alternatives, but, yeah. But but that they need to ask the question of the supplier. I think gone are the days where you can just log on to your you know your browser and type in CBD and buy the first product that comes up. I really think that consumers should and are getting more um, you know scrupulous about just saying where does your stuff come from? Show me the lab tests. Um, is it you know what's in it? How is it labeled? Things like that because. It certainly doesn't help a company like ours when there are people touting, you know, things that may or may not be true and, and following some unscrupulous practice. Um, so that's where we find ourselves half the day just talking to consumers about edu of what we're talking about right now, frankly. Well, and, I think that part of that comes down to people feeling comfortable walking into stores and, you know, wherever they're going and saying, hey, you know, show me your labs. And I think that people hear that and they're like, whoa, I can't do that. But as a consumer, you know, you are, you know, you, you owe it to yourself to know not just athletes, but what exactly you're putting in your body. If you're comparing a product that, you know, has lab testing and it's $120 versus, you know, $15 at the corner gas station, there's... <laughs> right. You know, there's obviously there's a difference there just because it has the same three letters does not make the product the same. And I think that's where people are now starting to become completely overwhelmed because, I mean, the truth is there's no regulation for this, right? Like, right. The FDA yeah. has no no say in this. Yeah, Leah, you, you bring up a good point. And I think your audience, I mean, they're, they, they get it. Like, you get what you pay for. I mean, you just think about, like, the gear that they use. Um, you know, oh, you yeah. try to you try to skimp on some things and save a few dollars, and it it, it just never seems to work. It never seems to work out. You're out right. running ahead if you buy a good quality product. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and so that's why you know it's great to have you guys out out there that have an audience to to help educate them because um, again, this is something that we run into all the time when we talk to athletes that the the uh, the interest is out there. The demand is out there because they're you know people are getting older. Um, they're the recoveries are taking longer. They get injured. Um, there's all kinds of ways in which CBD can help endurance athletes. They're, they're looking for an edge, and they're looking for that edge. Yeah. And here's this thing that's out that's completely legal now. I mean, I think that's that's one thing that we failed to mention is that the um, the 2018 Farm Bill. Uh, legalized hemp and all of its derivatives, uh, of which CBD is one of them. And so so federally, CBD is legal. There are a couple of places in the U.S. that, um, that uh, um, you know, states that aren't allowing CBD. Um, uh, but I think that's going to that's gonna quickly go away. I think you're probably right at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and talking once again to, to Leah's point, like it's one thing to go down like she's always talked about, like the five and dime here brought this up a few times. That's one thing where, you know, my uncle Mark, I was just talking about who got it prescribed and bought it from his his doctor there in Monroe City, Indiana, little little podunk town of maybe a thousand people. But um, but then there's another thing for a high end athlete who's looking for something for CBD oil and they really have to trust that because they don't know if there's going to come a point when they're going to be tested. And it's really so, so important to understand yeah. where your, where your, your pharmaceuticals or anything is coming from. Mm -hmm. So uh, you look at essential oils and stuff like that. And this is to, 
thinking about this in a, in a kind of a broken down term in essential oils, which are such a big thing right now too, uh, in different various forms, it's, I, I'd never thought about this, but that lavender that they're putting in this lavender oil or like the eucalyptus oil, where are those eucalyptus, where, where is the source of this stuff? Sure, <laughs> and, sure. Yeah. You, you really don't think about it because it's not associated to another like THC based eucalyptus plant. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and um, there's and there's also another big issue, especially for athletes, uh, that um, is not really talked about very much, but it is a big issue, and that is the concept of bioavailability. In other words, okay. how much of the CBD that you're taking actually makes it into your bloodstream so that it can have an effect. Okay. And um, so it's this it's this age old problem where CBD is an oil. Yep. And our bodies are 60 plus percent water and oil and water don't mix very well. <laughs> so, <Facts>. so <laughs> many CBDs out there, it's basically the CBD oil and it's in some sort of carrier, whether that's coconut oil, olive oil, hemp seed oil, whatever. So okay. it's oil and oil and you're, you're ingesting this. And what they find is we're finding that the bioavailability of many of the standard tinctures out there are only between five and fifteen percent. Uh, so what so does that mean? That, what's happening to the so, rest of it? Yes, yeah, so that means that that in some cases, ninety-five percent of what you're ingesting just gets peed out of your body and never even makes it in. It's not even doing you any good. <laughs> okay, so you're not well, even seeing any of the benefits that of that. From happening? Yeah. So so there's a couple of different things. So um, so mm -hmm. there's different. So to get like, say, if you wanted to get 100% bioavailability, you'd have to inject yourself, right, intravenously. Like that would that would make sure you got all of it in there, right? But, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And I know that I know that obstacle course racers. I mean, they're pretty hardcore. So maybe I wouldn't put it past them. Do that. I wouldn't put it past them to line up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you start seeing syringes at the start line or finish line, like okay, got it. Uh, but beyond that. What's happening now is there's um, there's a bit of a shift in the manufacturing technology of CBD to actually make it water soluble. Okay. And when CBD is water soluble, it's then been made into droplets that are small enough that can pass through the lining in of the gut directly into the bloodstream. Okay. So uh, so what you want to look for is you really I mean if you're if you're an athlete you want to say okay. If I can have water-soluble CBD, what does that mean? Well, we're seeing between 80 and 90% bioavailability. In other words, you're going to oh, wow. lose some. Yeah, you're going to lose some. It's going to happen. But you're having like five times the bioavailability um, uh, over a standard, um, a standard oil. So and this is specifically um, on ingestible, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So like, so like, for example, ours, you know, is, is, is completely water soluble. It, it uses what's called a nano emulsion technology to make it water soluble. And, um, and that's, and that's really important. And so you can like, you can take, if, if you want to find out at home, if your CBD is water soluble, if you have a, if you have a capsule or even you have a tincture, you just squirt it in, into water and see what happens. And if it all sticks together, kind of like you just put in some olive oil and water, then it's not water soluble. But if it disperses and kind of becomes a compound, then right, right, and just cut, okay. kind of dissolves in there, and 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 is and is like either disappears or turns the water like completely cloudy, like that sort of thing. Then it's water soluble. Okay. So 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 that's one where, again, 
as an athlete, you're wanting to know like how much of this is really getting into my body. Well, you know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't go do a, do a race with like a, a water bottle that's only filled to 15% or, you know, ride your bike with 15% of air in your tires. So, you know, why take CBD when you're not getting that much in your body? Um, so these are other things to take a look at. Uh, and at that yeah. point too, with the water solubility, I'm sure it's easier for your body to process at that point. Yep. It, yeah. So it, it goes into your body more quickly. Your body's able to process it. Um, and it's just, it just is a benefit all the way around. And this yeah. is a relatively new technology that's, that's emerging in the, in the, in, in the CBD industry. So that's if we're talking about water solubility, then, you know, one of the other questions, one of the common questions that our, our listeners pose um, is talking about the different forms because, you know, we've seen CBD gummies, we've seen the tinctures, we've seen the capsules, we've seen the bombs. bombs, we've seen the creams, the vapors, the God only knows what other, you know, what don't, else there is. Don't so, forget about shampoo and mints. Oh, Lord and have mercy. There's a shampoo? <laughs> uh, you, you name it, you name it. Oh, there. baby wipes and everything. Here we go. Right. So, you know, talking about all these, you know, we're talking about water solubility and we're talking about, you know, the strengths and, and all that stuff, you know, let's talk about the forms that it comes in. I mean, it's obviously, that's another overwhelming thing. Yeah. Is yeah. one better than another is, you know, are my little gummy bears useless? Like what's going so, on with all that? <laughs> so, so, that, so, um, so the edibles are going to have, uh, the lowest bioavailability, Okay. Uh, of all of them. And really? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So just, just, just keep an eye out for that. But again, sometimes, you know, there's, there, there are different considerations because, um, you know, different delivery methods, uh, are appropriate at different times. So, you know, you might be on a run and, you know, you're not going to bring your glass bottle with the glass, uh, you know, dropper and start, and start taking CBD. So a gummy or, you know, a gel cap or that sort of thing might be, um, uh, more appropriate. Yeah. Um, but if you're at home and you're just, you know, you're just going through your morning routine or whatever, you can certainly take a, what's called a sublingual tincture where, you know, you put it under your tongue for about 60 seconds um, but again, you know, we want to look at the bioavailability factor of that um, and see what that CBD really delivers. Um, there's vaping. You know, that's another one that is that is super strong in terms of uh, very, very high bioavailability. Um, our experience okay. is that people in the endurance world aren't really um, into vaping. So, um, so that, quick question would, here. What yeah. is the bioavailability of vaping versus an ingestible, like uh, like the the straight liquid under your tongue or capsule. Yeah, so, so the liquid under the tongue, what 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 they're seeing are again between five and fifteen percent bioavailability. Mm -hmm. Vaping can be upwards of ninety percent plus. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's almost immediate, right? Because it's it's going into the lungs and gets immediately absorbed into the bloodstream. Wow. Okay. But but okay. here, I'll I'll kind of add to that and say, you know, again, I I. I do a lot of endurance sports, but cycling's my big one. And I could, I've never seen or heard of anybody in the cycling community, for instance, uh, wanting, their vape on. wanting to get the vape <laughs> on. And again, I would throw it back to you all, you know, at the finish line after doing, you know, a huge race with multiple obstacles, you know, yeah. is, is sucking in a bunch. No, it's, it's not our Who jam. Who knows it's what air, really, really what you <laughs> yeah. want to do. Yeah, so, that yeah. kind of goes against the, the, you know, the mindset of, of an athlete, I think, you know, the, the yeah. idea of, of 
vaping or smoking or so, you know inhaling anything like that. Sure. So when we started the company, Leah, you know, we wanted to keep this really, really simple because this is exactly what I saw in other in other cases. Was that mm-hmm. people get they get overwhelmed. They, sure. Yeah, they, absolutely. And, and then what ends up happening is either one of two things happen. One, either they don't buy it. They say, well, I'll, I'll wait, and they, and they go away. Or two, they say, I don't know what to buy, but I'm willing to spend X amount of dollars, and I'll just find something that that fits my budget. That. And, what yeah, did I and, tell you, Jacob? I Before we Yeah, it's before exactly we what you were telling. You this guys, is the exact story. It was yeah. like, you know, I, I – can say at this point I have tried a couple different products. I decided I wanted to try CBD and I pulled open Google and I typed in CBD. I typed in best CBD or, you know, whatever my search was and holy moly. And it's like, oh my goodness. Like, and it was I, just like a tidal wave. I went right. down the rabbit hole and the next thing I knew I had like four different shopping carts started from different websites. I'm like, forget <laughs> it. Shut the wet laptop. And I'm done. And I right. Right. So when we started this company, we wanted to keep it extremely simple. So we basically, at this point, we have two products. And okay. um, and so so one product is we call Ultra Gels. It's basically a soft gel. And it, it, it works from the inside out. And the other is a topical bomb. And it works from the outside in. And that covers like 100% of your needs. Like that's all you need. And the Ultra Gels or the soft gels, the, the thing that's nice about those is that they are very precise doses. Um, a lot of people will use the tincture like with the dropper and like, you don't mm-hmm. know, did I get a half? Did I get three quarters? Like how much did I really take? Like you don't know. But when you take like a soft gel, it's a very precise dose. So, what that, allows, yep. so what that allows you to do is it allows you to then adjust your dosing. Uh, very, very easily and very, very precisely. So if you if you say on a 25 milligram a day, you're taking one a day and now you've got a hard training block and you want to bump that up to 75, great. You just go from one to three. Boom, done. Like super Whoa. easy. Yeah. Okay. Can I take too much? What happens if I take too much CBD? You cannot take too much CBD. Um, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you probably could in some realm. You could you could get like really nauseous and sick. Lethargic but, or. But yeah, but they've got patients out there that are taking eight nine hundred milligrams a day. What? Wow. Um, okay. I mean, you figure one of our bottles. Yeah, like in different studies and things like that, our body is it's non so CBD is non toxic and our body is very very tolerant of CBD and um and, and essentially you know what your body doesn't use just gets excreted. So um, but I don't want to. I just want to say I'm not a doctor, and people need to make sure that they yeah. they talk with their medical profession uh, professional if they you know if they want to if they have like a, a major issue that they're wanting to deal with. Well, Absolutely. that brings up another go- question: Can CBD interact? Does it have any known drug interactions if people are taking medicine? Very, very few. Uh, there's some obscure drugs out there that CBD has had some interactions with, but again, it's non-toxic, um, very well tolerated by the body, and has just very, very few drug interactions. So, um, you know, I'm not really qualified to say what is and isn't, but just just say it is. It is known that CBD is is uh, works very, very, very well across across the board with other drugs. Okay, so okay. we've we've discussed a lot about the the ingestible like droplets. We've discussed uh, vaping, um, vape nation. You know, love it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right. Um, 
continuing then on. Okay, so you said you have two products. You have the ingestible, but you also have the balm. The balm. What is the bioavailability yeah. of the balm, and what makes a balm different than uh, obviously ingestible and something getting your bloodstream faster? How is this going to change as far as topical? We talked a second there about like even shampoos or something. That's topical. Yeah. Um, can yeah. something be absorbed better by the scalp or versus a muscle? What's what's kind of the concept here with a balm? So with the balm, that's going to be more of a localized treatment. It's not going to be penetrating inside the body into the endocannabinoid system uh, in the way that um, that other methods will. But it can be terrific for pulled muscles, strained muscles, uh, you know, areas that, um, you know, localized areas where you need some pain relief. Why? Um, What does it do? Well, so it goes in. So, so again, CBD works as a um, as a as a suppressant to the um, immune system, and um, so in our bodies, uh, when we have inflammation, inflammation is a function of the of the immune system, and so um, when CBD is applied, it's going into that particular area and suppressing the immune response in that muscle pull or strain or, or whatever that might be. And so thereby uh, providing pain relief. And um, it is, it's amazing how fast it can, it can, uh, it can work um, and how effective it can be for people. Um, so that's a terrific way, again, and I would imagine OCR folks um, probably have a lot of these, the, these kind of issues, but probably oh, more sure. so than um, just general endurance sports, yeah. So that's it's one of the things I'm actually headed into this weekend. I'm headed to the New Jersey Ultra Beast. I'm headed there Friday. And it's I can tell you right now, we're looking at a 30-mile race, 10,000 elevation gain, um, you know, probably yeah. something like 60 obstacles, realistically. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to take me eight hours. My legs are going to be a dumpster fire when it's done. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's a lot. Wow, that's horrible. and it's not just your legs there's carrying there's upper body grip you know when i when i'm doing these longer endurance obstacles you know for me my issues are not so much my legs which i mean obviously they get tired too but it's my upper body my traps my lats all this hanging stuff your arms it's you know it's a total body just beat down. And so here's here's down. a really strange question then. So something like you would see pump and inflammation and stuff um, from somebody that's a rock climber. Would you say CBD oil could be, uh, as far as a topical ointment like this, um, help something with inflammation and pump during a rock climbing thing or a bouldering competition? Oh, sure, sure. I mean, it's it, in other words, what where, where it can help out is, first of all, if you're taking CBD consistently – Okay. You really prime the endocannabinoid system to where that is really functioning at a higher level. Uh, it's looking at something it, like that, yeah. Than it normally would be, yeah. So then it's basically keeping inflammation in check throughout the body. Then, um, like during an event or during a rock climbing thing or whatever, uh, or or during um, you know during your race that's that's upcoming, you're taking these um, these uh, soft gels during your race could be a terrific way to keep inflammation at bay. Um, similarly, you know, a lot of people will, will take ibuprofen and, uh, or, uh, and, you know, those types of things during an event. But the problem is, is that because of the way it restricts blood kidneys. flow, yeah, it has, it, has, it has profound effects on the kidneys. So, um, so you could take CBD during the event, and because they're in this um, soft gel form, 
Um, they're very soft on your stomach and they're very easy to take on the go. Um, and then you're keeping that inflammation in check, which then uh, keeps the pain down for you. How fast does the CBD kick in when, I, when you take it on course like that or on the go? Uh, it's between 20 and 30 minutes. Okay. Similar yeah. to something that you see with an ibuprofen. Yeah. Similar to that. Right. Okay. And that's something that I honestly, now really weird question. Once again, cramps. Um, there's, I, I don't know if there is any like correlation between CBD oil and cramps because it's one of those things that I've discussed with Ben Greenfield and some guys before about, um, salt on your tongue and releasing cramps. Right. Or salt right. tabs or something like that. Does CBD pickle oil juice. have any effect on cramps or pickle juice? Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I, I haven't seen any uh, research or uh, issues with that because cramping is, is typically a function of um, you know, dehydration, yep. um, uh, salt, you know, salt levels in the body and that sort of thing. So uh, I probably have to do a little more research on that end. Yeah, sure thing. It was one of those things that was just like, I mean, once again, we're wild west here. We don't know exactly what we're quite shooting for, and we're we're all still learning at this point. Sure, sure. And it's our our. We've had so many crazy questions about. Well, um, that saying that, like, let's move into some of those. Some of that we've already, you know, we've addressed. I've got a lot of them. Yeah, list here. We we definitely talked about some of them. Um, Marinating chicken, I would say not do it. Just don't yep, do it, that guys. Was, <laughs> So Use Italian we, dressing. We, it's, it's way better. <laughs> we just kind of touched on it. And one of the first questions that I got on my response was, you know, people are talking about taking CBD um, for, you know, soreness and muscle pains and, and whatnot. Does the CBD actually heal the injury, heal the problem, or is it just masking it and then potentially risking further injury because it's now we're masking the pain as opposed to treating the issue. Yeah, it's not that it's, it's more about dealing with the inflammation in that area. So not all inflammation is bad. We don't want to say that, you know, your body has its natural ability to, um, you know, to, to, with, with the immune response to, to come in and treat an area. But what CBD is going to do is it's going to help make that inflammation more balanced and not quite go so overboard on that area. So, so then the pain comes from, you know, all that inflammation that's right there. And so if you can get the inflammation in check, then the pain's not quite as bad. So it's, so it's not a masking. It's not like, um, you know, putting lidocaine on it or something like that that's going to that's gonna mask something that's already there. If you're injured, it's still going to be there. But but CBD can give it the space that it needs to be able to heal faster. So the space that you're talking about, does that assist with blood flow then in that area? Yeah. Yep. So then if you mix CBD with like beet juice. <laughs> that might be an awesome cocktail. It might be an awesome. Because <laughs> that is one of the big things also with pickle juice in the OCR community. We like our beets. Yes. Ugh. Not we me. love our beets. <laughs> you might. Do you, do I you love find, my beets. Do you find beet juice is working for you? Because I, I, I was on a two-month tear on beet juice because I thought this is it. Especially, and it gave you, you crap know. for you, right? It, it didn't really do a whole lot. Yeah, so, okay, I, what, what were you taking beet juice or were you taking beet supplements or what were you taking? Because now we're talking beets. <laughs> I, I was doing straight-up juice that I would buy at the store, and then I would take powder form. I switched to powder form mixed with water. Oh God, um, I guess I guess everything, and stuff. not to get on the not to get on the beet juice train, but everything I read about that was that uh, 
it's going to make a minor like if you're a if you're a top level professional you're going to see some it's a minor advantage but but generally right. speaking it's not going to be any huge advantage anyway i digress but but <laughs> well i mean and that that kind of goes to the next you know the next listener question and the point as well is you know being athletes you know there's always something coming out it's the beats that are the big deal and it's pickle juice you know pickle juice is a big deal and it's all these different things and now it seems like it's cbd so i think that you know the very one of the very first comments we got was nope it's a placebo it's crap so what do you say to those people that instantly are, are, are instant skeptics they think it's a placebo effect and you know it's not a big deal Love yes. the record show. I love my beet juice. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple things. Uh, first of all, uh, for best results, take CBD consistently. It's not like, oh, I've got a headache. I'm going to take, um, you know, a Tylenol. And then, you know, 45 minutes later, I feel better. And then I don't take Tylenol for three weeks until I have a headache again. CBD will work best in your body if you're taking it consistently. Um, so, you know, you need to give it two, three weeks sometimes. Now that's not to say that it can't. It, we, we have we have plenty of customers. Um, we've got a woman who who was uh, riding her bike and hit by a vehicle last summer, oh. and um, she's had terrible pain. And um, she was trying some other CBD. She she got on ours, and I, I talked to her just yesterday, and she said, "Oh my gosh, like this this pain in my hips is like totally gone." I mean, this is the first time. This is the first two weeks I've had in nine months where this pain is gone. So wow. it certainly can help. But it's but if someone's not experiencing like I don't know what's going on here give it some time because there can be other things that CBD is helping in the body such as gut health and digestion you know you might notice that um, that that your whole uh, uh, digestive system is beginning to function uh, uh, more efficiently in fact um, Vanderbilt University and a couple of other um, uh, universities just finished a study with CBD and Crohn's disease and, really? and they, okay. yeah, and they were able to show how CBD in the gut is able to um, do some things that really were beneficial to uh, Crohn's disease patients. So um, then, what you might find uh, further down the road is that um, after a few weeks, that your mood becomes a little more balanced, or a lot more balanced, but you know, becomes a little more balanced. That um, things that maybe stressed you out before don't stress you out quite as much. Um, and I think that, especially for endurance athletes and obstacle course athletes, being able to keep your cool in really difficult situations is important. For um, sure. We all know that, like, you know, you, you, you sort of, like, like, you know the training's in the bag. You know that your body's in the, in, the, in the shape. You put in the miles. You put in the time. And then you find yourself in a situation where it's very, very difficult mentally. And that's really what a lot of these events come down to is like, can you mentally get through this? For and, sure. and so CBD has properties that are very, very similar to the way um, uh, uh, um, uh, antidepressants work in the brain, although it's not you know, an antidepressant, but, but they work very, very similarly. So people may find that after a few weeks, they're like, hey, I, I really feel a lot more balanced about things. And what they may find is that they that they're in the middle of some obstacle or they're in some really difficult situation and they're able to be more calm and balanced about it and find a solution. Whereas maybe in the past they would have been more frustrated, they would have been, you know, more brute force and it and it and it wouldn't have served them as well. 
So the results may not be glaring like I'm Superman, I can, you know, do anything. Right. But it's, you know, it's it's an overall, you know, impact that you just have to yeah. be, you know, kind of aware of your body and your mind and and then people sure. <clears throat> and then people can gauge like they can they can begin to gauge their recovery time. You know, um people may see that uh gosh, you know, I did a I did a, on a Saturday, I did a two and a half hour workout and usually Sunday morning I'm wrecked and going to church, you know, I can barely get out of bed and I've been taking CBD and wow, like I, I find that, you know, I'm not as sore when I get up after a two and a half hour workout or I can, I can get moving faster. So I would just say, give it some time. Um, not everybody reacts the same way. Okay. Yeah, so that's then, fair. The next question then kind of goes on that. You said that it's important to you know, be regular with it and take it consistently. Where do I start with dosing? Do I take it in the morning? Do I take it at night? Is it going to make me tired? Can I drive with it? <laughs> That's a great question. So a couple of things on that end. One is um, we recommend that if you're going to take it, start taking it at night. That doesn't mean you always have to. It's just for some people, CBD can make them drowsy and you'd just much rather figure that out at night than, um, <laughs> than like the day that you've got to give a big presentation or something. Don't take uh, this right before your first big Spartan beast. Just don't right, do it. <laughs> right. So, um, you, you in the in the in the as, as far as how much, I mean, this is always the big question. You know, we recommend starting with at least twenty-five milligrams a day, um, and that can be done a couple different ways. If you're taking a tincture, you could take like twelve and a half in the morning and twelve and a half in the evening. Like that's totally fine. Um, with, with like our soft gels, for example, each one of them is 25 milligrams. So you just, you just take one of those and you're, and you're good to go. Um, if you're taking, uh, standard CBD oil, which is, which is fat soluble, you do want to take that with food. Uh, and, uh, but with water soluble CBD, you would, you, you would want to take that on an empty stomach. It, it doesn't matter. If, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt if you do take it with food, but it, it is absorbed uh, more efficiently if you take it on an empty stomach. So you're saying 25 milligrams. Well, how come I'm seeing things that say 500, 750, 1000? What is, what is that referring to? So that's, that's total the, amount. yeah, that's the total amount in that bottle. Okay. Uh -huh. So there when you see, go. yeah, so when you see 750 milligrams, if you took that entire bottle, you would take 750 milligrams. So just because I see something that says a thousand versus something that says 500, it doesn't mean this is twice. It as doesn't good. change it anything about the dosage. Right. right, right, right. Yeah, well, I'm gonna like, so throw that on Bill Brumbach here <laughs> soon. Like, so fun, funny story. It was like, oh, we've got a 600 milligram, and I've got an 800 milligram. It's just a different amount. <laughs> Well, what we're what we're also finding is that, and I and I think people are getting more educated. But you might have one product that's a thousand, like let's say with our balm or or any balm for that matter. Might be different. Might look you might look at one jar that's a thousand milligrams, but it's a two ounce jar, yeah. and you compare that to a five hundred milligram that may be a one ounce jar. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Somebody says, well, this is a thousand. It must be twice as good. Well, not really. They're actually identically the same because it's, it's the amount of, uh, of milligrams of CBD in the quantity, in the volume. And right? see, these are the kind of questions that our people come up with. Like these are, yeah. the, these are the kind of ones that are so, so important. Right. Dosage. Right. Um, and, and, and that was and, one and of the again, things on that. 
Oh, yeah, ahead, and again, ahead. Jacob, when when you know the other piece is then then you add the bioavailability on there, and you're like, well, I'm take I bought a thousand milligrams of you know a standard oil, but I'm only getting fifteen percent of that. So over the course of a month, I'm gonna get 150 milligrams in my body. Like that, like these these are the things that people um, just need to know about when they're when they're out shopping for these things. Oh, I agree a thousand percent. And kind of going back to that Vox uh, documentary I was discussing with you guys earlier. One of the things about, and they were talking about marijuana on this, but what truly is absorbed and what a dosage is. You know, we see things like in liquor where, um, you know, average beer size, eight ounces, average right. uh, uh, glass of wine size, five ounces there. A shot is one one ounce. There's no like for marijuana or a vape or something like that. There's no regular quantified amount. Like what's a puff? You know what I mean? Right, um, right. But, but in this, you're actually with the CBD oil, you're actually saying, OK, this is how dense it is. This is the quantity. This is the amount that's in this canister. And that's how much you can take. Correct. Um, way different. And that's why I guess personally, I am more so for I, I'm intrigued by the bombs. But the fact I'm an engineer by trade for Cummins Diesel and just to see like, okay, I know when I pick up one of these capsules, I'm getting 25 milligrams and that's my dosage right there. Boom. Right. Done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you can, and, and that can be easily adjusted based on your situation. So, you yeah, know, maybe I, you just, maybe you just got done with a race and you're like really beat up. Um, well, yeah, let's bump it up. Let's do like maybe three or four, you know, of those a day to where you're taking like a hundred milligrams a day for a couple of days. Uh, and then you go back to the 25 milligrams. So, so you can, you could adjust this up and down based on your circumstances. Really okay. interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, and I think I'm looking at my list. We talked about legality. We talked about WADA. We talked about how to pick a good one versus a bad one. The last question. We've been I've grilling got, you guys here. Yeah, Thanks for killing it. The no, it's good. The last question um, was from Instagram and it's quote, why the hell is it so damn expensive? <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the million dollar question right yeah. there. It's a good one. To end on. Well, listen, there's a little bit of a, um, certainly a supply and demand issue. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. you know, so, um, for a long time, it's been, you know, until the, so, so one of the things that the farm bill did was it opened up the door for hemp farmers to be able to get crop insurance. Okay. So, uh, okay. so if you look at, for example, the hurricanes last year in, uh, was it North Carolina, South Carolina, there were a number of, um, of hemp crops that were wiped out from that that were not insured. So oh, smokes, okay. Yeah, so, so now that, Right, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now that... Uh, those doors have opened up and it may take some time for those things to actually come on the market and be able to have ha have that kind of protection. Um, but it's been difficult for um, uh, people to switch their farms over to uh, to hemp farms. So you have this issue where the biomass, you know, the hemp that gets uh, that gets cultivated and that gets turned into uh, the biomass needed to create CBD. Um, you know, there's been there, there there's just been a supply and demand issue. Um, that's one. The second is is that um, CBD is pretty expensive to make. Um, it's uh, the extraction process is um, is is very involved. Takes a lot of time. So there's a lot that goes into that part of it that, that's that's driving the cost. 
makes you sense. know, really interesting. And the fact that you brought up that, so I, I'm going to go into another tangent here back home. So um, <laughs> I come from a the Vincennes, Indiana area is a high agricultural area. Um, and our, our main export is watermelons. Um, we have a lot of watermelon and cantaloupe back in the Vincennes area where I was at this past weekend. Nice. But they were talking about one of the local farmers looking at potentially looking at going into hemp. And they were like, well, you know, this, this family was looking into it for a little bit, but they were worried because of getting crop insurance. Yeah. And they knew some other people locally were growing. And once again, if you watch the Vox documentary, you'll understand some of this. But the, the hemp as well as the cannabis family go in female and male variety for the plants. Yeah. So they were afraid of somebody else's rogue plants somewhere contaminating their system contaminating that sure exactly sure. so that and then suddenly you know if they don't have crop insurance then they're they're hurt on a huge amount of an investment there yeah yeah so there's a lot of implications you know and oh and, absolutely uh, yeah yeah uh and so i would just say you know i think i think for your audience it's you know look around for a good product look look around for one where you know they're they're very open and transparent about um uh, ab about where their hemp comes from you know it's um uh you you want to you want to have hemp that's grown here in the United States you know Colorado has terrific hemp um and makes terrific CBD uh, so you just want to get a good product and then use it for a while and find a delivery mechanism that fits your lifestyle that fits what you need and uh, keep an eye on the bioavailability. That's super important. Um, and give it some time. And I, you know, again, we just the reason why I started this company was because there's just uh, it just fits what what mm -hmm. what these athletes are doing and and helps them in a way that's all natural, um, without all these side effects and downsides of these other types of drugs. So if we're looking at you know kind of the broad picture, you know, as we. We're coming down to our end of time and looking at wrapping things up here. You know, the, the, the key takeaways that I'm getting from this that I think our listeners, you know, I think are, are most can most benefit from are, you know, when we're looking for CBD, we want to make sure it's um, the full plant, right? Yep. Yep. Um, full spectrum. We want to make sure that it has a high bioavailability. Yes. And we can ask these questions of, you know, who we're buying this from to find these, you know, to get these answers. And if they don't know what you're asking, then guess what? It's probably not a quality product. <laughs> it's probably something you don't want to put in your body. <laughs> and we want to look for bioavailability, meaning how much of this that is actually hitting our system versus just passing on through. Right. Um, and, you know, making an informed decision as far as what mode, you know, we're going to take. And, you know, the, the biggest thing I'm, I'm getting from this is, you know, the fund of education that we have going into it, but being an empowered consumer and knowing what you're taking, knowing what you're getting and opening that communication with your supplier, you know, whether it be the direct manufacturer or where you're getting your products from. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, give them a call, you know, like, like, do they have an 800 number and you can call them? Uh, I think that's one of the things that we try to champion the most. And every one of our communications, we're like, please call us. If you have questions, call us. Talk to a human. Um, live chat. Live chat, whatever, whatever that might be. Yeah, you know, because get a, get a hold of somebody. And, you know, to and, and for what it's worth, um, 
We have a, uh, a newly published um, guide for endurance athletes. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned it. I was, I was getting ready to go I there. Wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if we could go there. So listen up, y'all. Let's just go there. No, so we just published um, the Endurance Athletes Guide to CBD. It's about 60-something pages, and um, it and goes into CBD everything. Bible. Every, yeah, everything that we talked about today, it's it's um, in there, guys. It's, it's it's neutral. Like I say, we you know we we talk about all the different delivery methods. We talk about the different ways it helps you, so you can really get in, you know, because we felt like there's a lot of drive-by sort of infographics and brochures and things like that that are sort of sort of drive-by in nature, and we feel like endurance athletes want to know uh, in depth what they're getting into. So we went a little bit deeper on this, and I think it's a I think it's a really great um, resource for anybody that wants to get in and learn more about this. We'll be sharing that on the BroCR channels here um, here in the next few days. Uh, check it out, guys. A lot of information there. Yeah, Jacob and I, you know, we're lucky enough to get a sneak peek of it. Um, and you know, as Jay <laughs> Doug saying, threw it over the weekend. Yeah, just, absolutely. Oh and I read it, and you know, I will say it, it's very detailed. It's very. Um, informative. It's not difficult to read or difficult to understand. Nope. And it's not just, you know, a commercial. It's not just, you know, buy this. Um, it's it's quality, objective information that, um, you know, can help you just be an educated consumer. You know, one of the things that we do here on BroCR is we want to be authentic. We want to be with you we want to we want to discuss things with you and have a discussion about it we want to have a round table and discuss yep. a topic and um to hear you guys talk about like we've got this gal who was in a car wreck a while ago and she's trying this and she this is her results that means a lot that um that's really yeah. cool that you guys are personal and the fact that you guys are athletes on top of that and right. back a product like this you know that shows that you know you're proud of the thing that you're standing behind that's right. really a great thing yeah, we again. Our 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 uh, our tagline is endurance for life, and um, you know that's we want we want people to be able to do the sport that they love for for the rest of their life. So that's the that's the why behind why we're here, and um, this is just a terrific way to 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 stay in the game, help your body stay in the game, and, uh, and continue doing that sport that you love. Yeah. So for our listeners who, you know, are interested and who possibly have more questions and want to reach out to you or, you know, learn more about Banga and, you know, get in touch with you guys, where do they go? So they can go to VengaCBD.com. That's V-E-N-G-A. And uh, just so you guys know, Venga is a Spanish term. It means, like, come ask. on, let's go. Yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> like, if you watch, if you ever watch the Tour de France, you'll see him in the Pyrenees and all the Spaniards are all yelling, Venga, 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 and, awesome. uh, as they go up in the mountains. So, um, so that's, the, that's the inspiration behind the name there. So it's Venga, V-E-N-G-A, CBD.com. And uh, we're, we're happy to answer questions. We're happy to talk to people on the phone. Um, and, uh, and, and, and help, help, uh, uh, guide people in the right direction so they can make an informed decision for themselves. Perfect. And full disclosure, Jacob and I are both, you know, getting ready to start giving it a try, you know, try yeah. I'm really um, intrigued here. Um, super excited to try it. We just got, you know, just got the bomb and, and the capsule. So, you know, we want to be able to come back and, and revisit this and bring you guys back on and be able to share with our audience, you know, what our experiences were. And hopefully by that point, maybe get some, some listener testimonials out there as well. 
if you guys oh, are in New great. Jersey, I'll have some product there. I'd love to, um, after the race, you know, I'll probably be wiping myself down with the bomb crying. <laughs> but um, if you're there That's in New fantastic. Jersey with me. Um, or have, have somebody else do it for you, Jacob. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> that and the beer. Just... On yourself. <laughs> right. oh, I'm sure the volunteers will be lining up. Uh, <laughs> so, so, guys, the big one of the big uh, common things we do here. Uh, what's you guys' next big race? What's you guys' next big adventure? Uh, personally, or that we're yeah, attending? Personally, yeah, you. Personally. What do you, guys, you what do adventure, you race. Yeah, like so I've got... So I've got a 50K in Crested Butte later this summer. Yeah, boy. Uh, yep, yep. And uh, the trails here are just opening up. I mean, you have to understand, we're, we're in the mountains of Colorado, so uh, they're still pretty sloppy in that. But um, I'm okay. so excited that we're able to get some dirt under our shoes. So that's great. I think, David, you've got some stuff yeah, coming up. Yeah, my big thing this summer uh, is, a, is, a, is a gravel road race. So basically, in the, in the cycling world, gravel racing has become the new big thing. And, okay. uh, and I signed myself up for a 150 mile gravel race. I've, I've, I've ridden centuries. I've done a hundred miles, but I've never gone 150. So this is where I'm going to put myself to the, to the test. How long got does so something like that questions. take on a bike? Uh, it's a good question. I'll have to tell you when it's done, but I, I'm guessing probably nice. eight, eight, eight or nine hours. I mean, okay. a lot of butt so, Is that on fat tires or mountain bikes? It's on a it's on a road bike setup with a slightly wider tire. So gravel okay. bikes these days, cycle cross bikes, they're kind of designed to accommodate a wider tire. Not quite fat fat tire like mountain bike style, but but fatter fatter than a normal road bike with the really skinnies. So That's that'll awesome. be that'll be an adventure, and I'll I'll be full disclosure, I'll be stocked up on CBD. <laughs> I'm really hoping later this summer I can come out there and meet you guys. Um, I'm going to be right now. It's looking like I'm going to head out there and do the Snowmass Ultra here for Spartan. Oh, nice. Um, That's later in August. But I would love to come out there and see you guys and maybe make a video or two. And this this has been a great experience talking about this all with you guys. Oh, terrific. Well, we're just we're we're so glad we got a chance to connect with you guys and your audience. And, um, you know, it's a a, a new thing and there's a lot of misinformation out there. And we're just trying to do our part to, to help educate people. You know, we appreciate that greatly. Absolutely. We definitely we thank you for your time. Um, we look forward to speaking to you guys soon. And um, you know, partnering up and, and being, being the voice to being awesome. To our listeners. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you. Yeah. You guys have a great night then. Thank hey, you, you guys much. take care. You guys have a great day. And we'll talk to y'all next week on the supercast. We'll see you on the course. All right. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.